Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for mums passionate about making a difference in the world. Here you can hear more about building clarity, confidence and calm from the inside out so you can create a life and a business rooted in what you want to see more of in the world. I'm your host Debbie, a coach, business mentor and a working mum myself and I'm so delighted to be here with you. Hey, 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 a very warm welcome to episode number 98 of the Balancing Act podcast. Suddenly, as I start speaking here, I've become very aware of this lovely cool breeze that is coming in through my window and the sound of birds singing and the lovely like clear sky as I sit here recording in the evening, quite unusually. Um, and... Yeah, I think it's worth mentioning, like if you are a fellow family with young kids in nursery, my goodness, it's one thing after another, isn't it? And this week has been another week of juggling for us. And I really make a point of only working in the evenings when I want to. Like I really try to not get into a position where I have to work in the evenings and this is one of those times like I feel I feel inclined to do so um and I really yeah it feels good it feels like a lovely way to be sitting here tonight but anyway that's not what I came to talk to you about that is a, a tangential aside what I wanted to talk about was what it means to have a u-shaped business so as you may well be aware I I'm particularly passionate about supporting corporate mums who want to start their own thing. And I think that this comes from the fact that as a corporate escapee myself and a long term corporate side hustler, I'm always having like a project on the side. And now also as a a working mum myself, I think that the combination of challenges that can be presented from being in that scenario can be really quite unique when it comes to starting a business. And one thing I I see a lot is that the when we are spending time in a day job, it is inevitable that the like the atmosphere and um, the way of working, the work culture, the opinions of other people, they will impact how you show up when it comes to starting your own business. Like they'll really influence how you you behave there and how you approach things and how you think about things and what you do. Like it's inevitable that will happen. And sometimes those behaviours and the carryovers are really, you know, they're helpful and they're supportive. And sometimes they're not because when it comes to starting a business, like we're starting, it's a new bit, it's a different business, it's a new business, it's our own business that we want to put our own unique touch on. And so we we want to become, like we want to have choice over which bits we carry over and which bits we don't. But if we want to have choice, then we first need to have awareness. And so I guess part of today's episode is to bring that hint of awareness to one aspect of those carryover behaviours. And I think that this one stems quite often from the the mantra that I hear a lot, particularly in 
um, like maybe not maybe not quite so much now in like more progressive businesses, but the idea that like the whole point in business is to make money. And I, of course, have no problem whatsoever with female entrepreneurs and particularly mums like making money and making however much money you want to make. Like, yes, definitely. But I also don't like I quite strongly disagree that the whole point in business is to make money. Like for me, the business has so many facets to it. It can be a vehicle for creativity, for self-expression, for making an impact in the world, for really making a difference to people's day-to-day lives and for really like setting the world up, um, like how we want to live in it. And yes, the money is like maybe a vital part of that or it might not. And like you get to choose what role money gets to play in your business. So business does not have to be centred on, um, it doesn't have to be all about, like the whole point in the business doesn't have to be to make money. And so, but I think that like based on this mantra, either consciously or subconsciously, I often see my clients caught up in this real like tug of war, I would describe it as, between head and heart where like the heart side um, is based on that, you know, that undeniable, that unquenchable, that insatiable niggle that just keeps coming up again and again and again, that has this real deep desire to create a business that is meaningful and fulfilling and impactful. And then there's there's the, the head side of things. And that goes into all like the logic and the how and the reasoning. And that like that side is always almost in direct opposition to the heart based um, approach. So it is this tug of war going backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards. And, you know, we can stay in that place for really a very long time. And not make a decision, like not wanting to be in a position to commit to to that business that that we know deep down that we want. And so what we do then to to try to win that that war, I guess, that tug of war, we try really, really hard to like make the business make sense, make the plans all make sense. And maybe that looks like creating a really detailed business plan, like getting everything mapped out and, um, you know, creating a really like um, solid document, let's say. It might look like lots of intricate coloured spreadsheets that cover every eventuality. It might look like constantly reading new books, like always on the lookout for um, something, yeah, new reading material or audiobooks might be podcasts like this. Um, But I guess the common theme of all of those is that we're always on the search for something that says, yes, it's okay. It's okay for you to want this thing. But we're trying to, to figure out the how in all of this, because if we know exactly how things will turn out, like if we can find that magic key to give us that reassurance that in a certain number of years further down the line, everything will have worked out exactly as we wanted to, 
then there's certainty in that. So like we're we're looking at these all of these things, all this research and like logic based reasoning, trying to find that permission slip in the thing that said, yes, it's OK, things will work out. Go for it. Yeah, so it's like a permission slip. But in all of those things that we're looking at, that permission never actually comes. And in fact, it can't really come from anywhere else. Um, That permission really has to start from within you. And like, yes, you might need to get other people on board. I would say inevitably you will need to get other people involved and on board. And, you know, you might really decide that you require their support, whether that's your friends or your family or your partner. Um, Like, yes, you want their their approval, I guess, or their support more meaningfully. But what you what they can't give you is that permission. As I say, the permission bit really has to start from from within us. Now, I know that from experience that you don't just flick switch one day and suddenly, like, you know what it's like to give you, you know, suddenly you're able to give yourself that permission you need from within. It's a bit like when people talk about, like, self-love, like, love yourself more. And yes, we all, like, strive to do that. We all want to do that. So, like, yes, we all want to give ourselves more permission. But, like, how? How do we do that? Um... And for me, it's really about cultivating self-trust. And a really good way to do this is instead of like obsessively trying to figure out how to make things work, start with why. And that can be a really low committal step. So, you know, it can involve journaling. It can just involve daydreaming. It can involve having a conversation with people, like an exciting conversation with people. Why do you want this business in the first place? Like, why does entrepreneurship appeal to you? Why does going out and doing your own thing appeal? Why does this particular industry appeal to you? Um, Like, what difference do you want to make in the world? What sort of people do you want to work with? And really crucially, what sort of lifestyle do you want your business to support? Because when we approach things from this place so starting with why rather rather than how not only does it start to cultivate that heart-based intuitive feeling inside but it also makes the how an awful lot simpler so everything else becomes um, a lot easier like it becomes a lot simpler to make decisions further down the line when we have our why like clear and it doesn't mean need to be set in stone but at least we've thought about it so to give you a more a tangible example um you know when we come from how we we might go and do a lot of research our market research and look at our competitors and see what everybody else is offering and then come up with with an offering that is is based on that you know we think okay well this is working for them and this is obviously what people want so I'll offer something similar to that but what you might find is that that way of working doesn't actually suit your way of working so if for example that offer requires you to be on phone calls during the day or give up large chunks of your weekend away from your family or 
so on and so forth. Like that's not that might not necessarily be for you. If you um or like a service-based business owner who doesn't want to work evenings and weekends um, in the long term, maybe you only want to work term time, for example, then you will want to be coming up with an offer that like gives you more flexibility and doesn't require you to be so hands-on. So, you know, rather than it be something that you have to be face-to-face with your customers, Maybe you create like a small online course that people can access anytime and you don't need to be there for. So, yeah, I wonder, like, can you see where I'm coming from with that? When you get the why clear, first of all, then further down the line, how you work and how you do things becomes an awful lot simpler. And to me, like, this is what it means to have a U-shaped business because, I really believe that a business that serves you, that fits you well, that you can really get your energy and enthusiasm and passion behind, one that feels energising to work on rather than draining to work on, like that is the one that will serve your customers and your clients the best. It's like the best value-based experience for everyone involved. And if this is all like sparking some excitement in you, then you might be interested in uh, an upcoming masterclass I'm running on Tuesday, the, the 12th of July. And it's called How to Commit or How to Create a Business that You Can Commit to Going All In On. And this, starting with why, is that's just one of a few different topics we'll be covering. So if you've enjoyed the episode today, then um, you can sign up either um, using the link in the show notes or there's a link over at my Instagram um, bio at Debbie Leco. So with that, um, yeah, let me know what you think. Let me know how this has landed. Let me know if it's if it feels different or new or whether this is well-worn territory for you. I'd love to hear either way and have a fabulous week ahead. I look forward to speaking to you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can spread the word to all the moms out there who want to create impact and income through a business that they love. If you're ready to kickstart your own entrepreneurial journey, head over to debbielee.co.uk forward slash start download your free resource guide now that's debbielee.co.uk forward slash start